0: Welcome to Under the Blanket with your host Baba here. Love. And here and now we are under the blanket of Miraji, his grace. And we are in his heart where we see all as one. And today is a very special episode. It's uh, about the issue that confronts us all. The issue of ego. Ego. You know, and to me the ego is defined as the separate self, the the ignorance, it's duality. So it's the separate self. It's who you think you are. You know, that sort of thing is a good way to describe it. And it's not who we really are. It is an illusion. And now the interesting thing is, well, it's a convincing illusion for most people. Mm -hmm. And uh, I want to bring up an example of how ego is at its worst. I think Uh, the Bible and Revelations has many descriptions of the Antichrist and there's little passages that show that Trump fits all the characteristics unbelievably. Not everything that's in there, but certain passages like 12 passages describe him. And I'm not saying the world's going to end in a violence or anything like that, but it means the end of the old age and the beginning of a new new society and a new uh, way of looking at things. And Apocalypse really means the lifting of the veil. And it's interesting because the Antichrist turns out to be someone that's very, very mostly identified with ego. you know. And he's in fact the most identified with ego as human being on the planet. So you go up there, he says, I'm the best at this, I'm the best at that. You know, you've seen enough of that. I'm not going to get into the details. But he has become like a mirror for us to see that that ego that he has – He's fully identified with it, but that ego that he has is our ego. It's the collective ego manifested in a, in a person's personal ego. You know, so, you know, that doesn't mean he's the enemy, because ultimately he is one with everything. He is God. But his ego and the way he manifests, I think, is a message about ego. And I have with me a guest host, Ryan. And our subject is, of course... Ego. So tell us ego. about the ego, Ryan.
1: Well, what's up, brother? It's good to be here with you in this moment. Oh, wait, uh, wait, wait,
0: I forgot to read a, a poem. I was going to read a quick poem about okay. Trump. And then, oh, you'll, no, uh, <laughs> and then you'll talk about the ego, all right?
1: There's poems about him?
0: Yeah, I got a poem. Ready? Uh-huh. Trump Pike, Twi- Twitter Antichrist Clown King. Who knows what more he may bring? King of ego, ruler of separation, everything revolves around Trump. Get out of your slump. You've got a little Trump inside your head. His name may be Ed or Jane or Tron. All that is our ego. Trump is smoking the world from his Nazi mess pipe. Once I get free of my ego, we all get free of our ego. We are all the same being. It's you I'm seeing. We are planning a prison break, so be here now. For here now's sake, it's time for us all to wake. So if you are a Trumper, please don't choke on his demon semen because you swallow a lot. Let your ego rot because everything is part of waking up.
1: <laughs> that was intense, man. <laughs> wow, that's certainly some some. Uh... emotions in there well thank you uh thanks for having me and for sharing your perspectives uh so ego yeah ego is a big word er, Well, it's actually a small word it's three letters but the uh, the uh the meanings the angles the depth that that word can point to is pretty it's pretty deep and pretty intense um it's almost like I don't know where to begin if we're just bringing up the topic of ego altogether. But one thing I've been really sitting with lately is it's been really helpful in not taking other personal other people's egos uh, personally in any way. And that is that, um, you know, it's like I started to see ego as just sort of a byproduct of nature. It's, it's not so much like this person who's choosing to be insane in a personal way. It's just like they're just a the byproduct of, of insanity, of conditioning and of selfishness and, you know, all of the negative things that we attach to the word ego, you know, uh, being you know, in vain of, of self and basically worshiping self and like just an inability to be flexible or to admit when we're wrong or get defensive. And you know if you when you bring in Trump I think he's just sort of like he's he's like uh like the spokesperson for ego you know and like like he's just like a, a, the epitome of, of what it kind of looks like and sounds like and acts like and reacts to as it you know and and in a way um, and that and interestingly enough you know a lot of the people that really follow him uh, that are all about him. You know, they have their own sets of ego, you know, a lot like they they so often become so reactive, so aggressive, so like just willing to fight and die for what they believe in and their their beliefs are like, you just can't change. You cannot change their perspective of their mind. They're unwilling to waver at all, which is one of the aspects of ego. That's one of the fundamental pieces is like when we have an idea and we cling to it and we identify with it we attach it to who we are and it's it's not just about you know debating on what's right or wrong it's about a matter of survival when somebody disagrees with us and our sense of self is in the idea that's being disagreed with we feel threatened physically and so then you have this intense defensiveness and aggressiveness and like morality just can fly right out the window you know all the spiritual stuff can go right out the window when we feel threatened. And, you know, that's kind of one of the epitomes of how the ego works. And, you know, it's happening on both sides, actually. It's not just on the Trump side, if we're going to talk about politics. There are plenty of people on the other side who are also falling into traps of the ego. And, you know, one thing I like looking at it is like neither of them are wrong for being ego. It's just like that's where they are. And because if I was to make somebody wrong for being, then I myself would be falling into unconsciousness because the moment you judge the moment you point the finger and say someone else is wrong you've fallen into your own wrongness if that makes sense the, really the only the most powerful way and the only way to like sophisticated sophisticated to be sophisticated in pointing out ego is to do it from a non-personal place from a state of observation of like that is insanity. But there's no there's no personalness in it. Like, like if, if I were to, I don't know, let's say interact with Trump, like I would see through his insanity. Yes, it's there and it's it's pretty blatant. But but it's not him. It's not really who he is. It's conditioning. It's his entire life from the second he was born into a wealthy family and all the privilege and all the Just being treated like a king and never hearing the word no, and then even to the point of having a reality show where when anybody argued with them, he'd fire them, which is incredibly dangerous, psychologically speaking. Then to put that into power is even more crazy. But, you know, again, you just observe when you can observe an insanity, whether it being in somebody else or within yourself. But when you can observe it and not make it personal, that's really the key to getting out of the ego. And, you know, because like another thing with ego is like it always wants to focus and point outward. But, you know, when you're really working on getting rid of your own ego, then you have to constantly be paying attention to whatever, whenever a pointing happens, because the very finger that is pointing to somebody else's ego is your own ego.
0: Yeah, and that, yeah. And it can be very humbling. Uh, you mentioned uh, ego is a product of nature. You know, it's like uh, the way, and we have the, the getting rid of it, you mentioned. You know, it's like, as far as that process goes, from my perspective, that process is inevitable. It yeah. will happen. The ego in all of us will be entirely extinguished. It's only temporal. So there's, it will eventually go away and maybe you will make a new one, but that doesn't matter. It will eventually go away. But the point is that, um, that is also a fully determined process. Mm. In fact, the very moment you will wake up is fully determined. It doesn't be here now. How long you will sleep is fully determined. And I really have seen that. There's a perspective where you pull back far enough, you see there's no accidents. It's all perfect. Mm. From a, like you have to get to Amen. a really high transcendent perspective to see that all of it is like that. But it is mm. on yeah. that level. Oh, there's another level where it's not that, but it is that on that uh, that level of that perspective. And you know when you see that. You could say you could acknowledge where you are. You could accept where you are. You could accept what level your ego is at, and where, and that you're not that. And you could look, let it dissolve as it dissolves. It's like a moth going to the flame. It's sort of like where you're propelled into that dissolving, and mm. it it goes when it goes. It really does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so Ryan, you know, tell us about what you were becoming aware of.
1: Well, basically it's compassion. And what I've realized in studying my own ego over and over and over again, catching and releasing, catching and releasing, you know, what I realized is anyone that you observe in a state of ego is guaranteed to be in a state of suffering. They're they're hand in hand, sort of the karma of it the karma of ego is suffering. And that's what really dawned on me, was like, whoa, basically anyone that you observe that has a really intense ego, for example, Trump, you know, quite obvious. Um, I mean, in truth, you know, he's hurting and there's no escaping that. And like, to, to be that lost in self and to be that lost in the mind and this false reality and feeling so, Big about yourself, but in the wrong dimension, you know, because he's really put all of his chips into this reality. What, you know, when he, it seems like he doesn't think twice about what's going to happen once he dies, and that has a consequence, you know, a big one. It's a lot of things to deal and clean up, and so when I realized that, it brought a sense of compassion rather than judgment or hatred or anger or negativity, but more of like a, a genuine—not pity is not quite the right word, but just a feeling of not sadness, but in that direction of like, like, wow, you know, I, I truly wish for you to heal. Um, you know, it's, it's almost like the bigger somebody's ego is, the more you can see them crying once you get out of your own ego and, and it's a humbling thing, you know, but it's really powerful because then you can really just see through all that illusion and, and, and kind of send them love, you know? and. The other reality of that is, is those who are in the deepest depths of ego are the ones that have lacked love for most of their life. So again, it's like those who who are the craziest are really the ones that need the love the most. But it has to come from a genuine place and not just from like an affirmation, but like a real feeling of like, whoa, I see where you're at. I see how deep the rabbit hole you are in, and I hope you get out of it soon. So that's honestly how I feel about Trump and anybody who's operating in very deep levels of, of ego.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that is uh, beautiful. I agree 100 percent. And, you know, this this has been Under the Blanket with your host, Bobby, Hirlov, guest host, Ryan. And let's remember be here now and let's send our love to all sentient beings. Thank you for listening.
1: Love you.